Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Hey kitty girls. Welcome to Thanks for Coming, a podcast about everything queer. Currently, we are balls deep in RuPaul's oh Drag Race. Work out. <laughs> Getting a workout. I think that came out wrong. <laughs> hey, Jamal, how's your head? It's great. No complaints here. <laughs> that, there we go. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, today's a special day because we have a new season of RuPaul's Drag Race starting season 10. Yes, yes. Season 10. Yes. And it's also a special day because today is Stoney's birthday. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. it's your birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Happy birthday, birthday to you. Um, <laughs> Happy birthday. Enter Whitney Run. Enter Whitney Run. (laughs) Happy Happy birthday birthday to to you. I hate you all. I wish you guys could see Stoney and his sombrero. Celebrate. Oh, yeah. Get the extra large sombrero. I don't wear a sombrero. Sombrero, unless I have a margarita. But it's in, in the closet. <laughs> oh, shit. It's not happening, girl. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, yes, it's sure. my birthday. Happy birthday, These assholes queen. are making me record on my birthday. He's got to work. I canceled his party just so he could record tonight's episode. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, it's been a long time since we've caught up since All Stars 3 ended. So, like, what have you guys been up to, Stoney? Well, I've done so much because it was such a long gap between the last uh, season and this season. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to catch us up on, probably. Yeah, no, I haven't been up to too much. It's like my birthday uh, week, so <laughs> um, I don't know. Just lots of drinking, lots of relaxing, and lots of relaxing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow to have a margarita in my hand and some Mexican food. So it's yes, gonna be amazing. Queen. Yes, tomorrow is a cheat day for real. Yes. yes. Drink a margarita for me. <laughs> <laughs> and Hello. we're supposed to have a snowstorm tomorrow because yeah, it's March and it's, it's Indiana. This so. is not spring at all. I'm so upset. Oh, girl. Three to seven inches, girl. whatever number it is now. I, I mean, know. I like three to seven inches. I don't have a problem with that. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you work it. It right? keeps growing. It's like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, first they were like three to five inches and then they're like six to 12. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> girl. Well, it's not the size that matters. It's the motion in the tundra. (laughs) (laughs) The tundra. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Jamal? What's new with you? Oh, goodness. The same stuff. Work, work, more work. Uh, Still making progress with personal projects. So that's cool. We are joining a new gym. So that's exciting. Going to be able to go to yoga regularly. I'm pretty pumped about that. And new trade. 
and new trade. I've already spotted, you know, some beef running around the mezzanine. You know, lots of inspiration in the weight room. Flaunting their titties. <laughs> yeah, while Stoney's in class down the hall. <laughs> lots, lots of Cameron Michaels just running around everywhere. Lots of Cameron yeah. Michaels. That is perfect. Yes, girl. So if you guys were following our Twitter, um, you may have seen that I went to like a concert last night. I went to see this really cool artist, um, Declan McKenna. And I found him yeah. on Pandora years ago. You know, he just came out with an album, and I'm so excited. I'm going to go. It's at the Vera Project here in Seattle, which is an all-ages club. First mistake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool because there's, like, no hate. They don't have alcohol there, so there's nothing, like, funny going on. Um, gentle neutral bathrooms. And okay. um, so it's just, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool place to go. I've seen a, some bands there before. However, I showed up last night and I felt like so out of place. Oh, no. <laughs> was it just because of the all ages? Yeah, there was like, it was like all children. Oh, and I goodness. was like, I didn't realize that I was seeing like a teeny bopper artist. <laughs> that wasn't the vibe you were like hoping for. Yeah. So you're no. like, I'm at like an under 18, like oxygen bar. Like, right. Where's my wristband? <laughs> so I can go get a beer. Oh, wait, I can't. All of a sudden, I was chaperoning junior prom, and like I did not <laughs> sign up for that. <laughs> oh no! Um, was Blair St. Clair there? But, <laughs> uh, I think I did see her there. Yeah, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but it was so funny because it was like all the kids in the front, and then they're like parents in the back. <laughs> oh, and no. I like you know how they always play music before the concert starts. Yeah, so, hype up the crowd a little bit. Oh, yeah, to hype everyone up. So, like, they were playing, like, Taylor Swift, and I was like, God, this is, like, so not me. Oh, no. And then, then like, the, the Black Eyed Peas come on, and I was oh, like, no. these kids won't even know who this is, but they were so fucking pumped for the Black Eyed Peas. Really? Like, there were, they were like... What? <laughs> Yeah. As soon as you said Black Eyed Peas, my mind immediately went to Fergie's poor, poor, poor rendition of that um, national anthem at that All Star game. Oh, okay. uh, wait, <laughs> does this mean Ooh, that like so bad Black Eyed Peas like from 2008 is like that's like retro for them? <laughs> They're like, oh my god, this song was yeah. so cool. Like when we were like 10. Damn, that was just like freshman semester of college for me. It was Ooh. like, yeah, well, it was like the, one of the first songs too. I don't remember what it's called, but it's one with like the little surf guitar intro. Um, the one that's like, huh, huh, huh. And then they like freak out. I don't know. I don't know what it's called because I'm not a Black Eyed Peas stan. <laughs> yeah. It's very faded right there, but it's in my mind. No one can remember any of the Black Eyed Peas songs because they're well, all just like random hooks that make no sense. These okay. kids were amped. They were like whipping and naying. There was like a whole like they stable of horses naying all over the place. Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, it was wow. out of control. We've officially become like the ne- like the old generation. We're oh, like no. we're entering auntie I know. mode. We're yeah. entering like BB mode. To make it all make it worse, then like a, a couple more songs play, and then Madonna's "Like a Prayer" came on, and I'm like flipping my <laughs> shit, like whipping my hair. Yes, and all these kids were like 
silent. They had no clue what was going on. Come on. That's the jam. I love that song. Oh, no. What's happening? I know. So that was horrible. Um, well, kids. the concert itself was awesome, but it, yeah, the being around so many children sounded really awesome. It looked like a really good show. It was a very good time. So, so girl, we got a lot of things to get into before we even talk about the episode. So I just want to keep this show on the road. So do you guys want to start with the good, no- good news or the bad news stories first? Oh, wait. Uh-oh. Let's think about this. Um, so <laughs> It's a tough choice. If we start with the bad, we can end on a positive note. Let's just start with the bad. Yes. Give it to me. Okay. <laughs> the bad news comes with a fun package called Who Said This? So I'm going to read an excerpt of this of a statement, and you guys have to guess which drag queen said it. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I say a lot of games. Come on. <laughs> okay. So, so just feel free to interrupt me whenever you think that you know who the drag queen is that said this. Okay. Okay. This is my art. This is not my artwork. Obviously, some fans digitally drew over my original artwork, but I'm posting this because I find it hilarious and oh so fucking true. It even goes to show the double standard within the community. You will all applaud this photo, laugh at it, and say it's so super cool. You've DM'd me and tweeted it to me so many times, yet when the tables are turned and a black queen has your favorite by the hair, it's a problem. Nina Bonina. You're guessing Nina? No. Uh, hold Think on, more hold on. hateful. <laughs> more hateful. This is um. Hold on, don't tell me. Oh wait, I think I know. This is Jasmine Masters. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> more hateful. If I hold keep on. going, it's gonna reveal the answer. So you guys have to. I can keep going, or oh if you want to guess again, you can guess again. More oh. hateful. Like, who's more hateful? Coco Montrese. Mm-mm. Damn. Okay. That's all you I You want me got. to just keep going? Yeah, I keep going. Tyra's disgusting. Tyra's a bitch. Tyra's promoting rape and kidnapping. But hey, I get it. I'm black. <laughs> Wait. Wait. I don't know who this is. Who is this? I feel like we just watched this or something. Should I know this? This is terrible. I don't like, know. Like, yeah. who is this? Tell me. Girl, we got a new chapter of Dear Drag Race Fans, Chapter 5, from Tyra Sanchez. <laughs> yesterday. Wait. Wait, Tyra is, like, speaking about herself in the third person? <laughs> yeah, girl. There's a new season of Drag Race. She needs to promote her hate herself <laughs> with her hateful well, drag that's- that's the only reason I didn't guess Tyra was because it was like, well, first off, I've kind of forgot about her. Trick question. She's irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a trick, it was a trick question. I had no idea she had like a Bonnet Chronicles situation going on. Girl, yeah. She writes stories. So, so basically, hold on. I'm going to read my other favorite part of this. Oh, yeah. Again, you'll read this and your double standard will kick in and take over. You'll say I'm a bitter, jealous, angry black queen and I'll tell you to snort a line off my dick, bitch. You'll threaten that you're going to unfollow me not knowing I'm already in the process of blocking you. 
Mm. <laughs> you'll hold on. Oh God! You'll say what you want, feel how you want to feel, try to make Trixie look like the winner as much as you can, and I'll still be right here doing me. Forever the baddest bitch that tapped on Raven's ass and killed Morgan's career. What? <laughs> Is she just on drugs now? Like, I don't understand what, Tyra. Yes. What strain of gummy juice is she drinking? <laughs> like, nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> oh, it does not at all. And then the final line is, Anyway, congratulations, Trixie Mattel, on your win. You truly deserve it. Welcome to the Robbers Society of Drag Race. Oh my goodness. Ugh. I have nothing to say about her because honestly Why is she so sour still? Like go back to selling your t shirts on Twitter. Like no one gives a shit about you. Like you are only still <laughs> well, talking because you need that RuPaul's drag race hashtag to pay your fucking bills. So Exactly. That's the T. So so what she's referencing is do you know because you know how she sells her shirt raven was robbed and then it's um i don't know and then it's like i don't know it's like her holding like raven's hair or something raven's all tied up mm-hmm. and well now someone re-edited her own design it says shangela was robbed and oh, it's no. trixie with her staff holding shangela by her hair all tied up with like tape over her mouth what uh, I think everybody's still just so upset that Shangela wasn't in the top two, but Trixie deserves that crown too. Yeah. So that I would have loved to see them go face to face, but come on, people. I wanted that too, but it didn't happen. The best part is they were face to face on the season 10 opening episode, but that was taped so long ago that uh-huh. nobody knew because <laughs> Tyra's too much of a. Pussy to to say to say it while she's in the same room as Trixie. I mean, I guess she probably didn't know by then, but like, or maybe she probably did know. You know, they all mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that was the bad news. Just more Tyra bullshit. <laughs> Tyra, of course, it's well. Tyra. I'm ready for the good news. So the good news was a even lengthier post <laughs> from Ben de la Creme. <laughs> oh, is this what and you texted us? Yes, girl. I texted it to you because it's too long. Like, I can't get into all of it. Um, right, right. You know, we we need to get through this podcast. Um, but <laughs> basically, Ben is just kind of explaining her rationale. Basically, you know, the main points were, like, me quitting didn't pave the way for any other queens to win i didn't quit to give other queens a chance um what else did she say uh she kind of explained how she actually did say no several times to being on all stars three um but they kept asking her and eventually she was like well yeah like i do love drag drags my life so i guess i'll give this a shot Mm -hmm. and and then she went there wanting to show off her drag but it was mainly about the drama and they were very clearly not showing as much of the the process of getting their looks together they weren't really i mean the runways were so sped through you know so Mm -hmm. it was very much about the drama not the drag so i think that was kind of her point 
Yeah, I mean, those are good points, but I'm still kind of like, you can want to be the brightest light there is, but when you're going into a reality show situation, you have to know that drama is going to be a little part of it. But again, you know, people process stress and conflict differently, and it's just not Ben's cup of tea, and that's all Ben needs to make clear. I think that's, yeah, I'm kind of just like, I get, like, why she did it and all that, but I think it comes down to, you got to understand, it's a reality show. The reason the show exists is because, like, they need, they are going to try to create as much drama as possible, and I don't know, I'm just kind of, like, tired of, like, I love Ben, but I'm just tired of, like, the conversation, just, like, let's move on. Like, we don't need to, like, rehash this over and over. Like, just yeah. move on. Like, ben, ben needs to ask himself, what would Beyonce do? Not respond. Because What happened not in the respond. elevator? Nobody knows. There's always going to be idiot fans, I'm sure, tweeting, like, her and everyone else about, like, all the stupid drama. But it's, like, mm-hmm. just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Like, move on. You did an awesome job. You showed off the fact that you were like an awesome drag queen so like move on and like make your money like doing drag (laughs) yeah we're over it well i think that's i think that's kind of what she was saying because she said she's like i was off social media for a week i didn't want to say anything and have it be misconstrued as shade um you know i just wanted to you know take some time away but she did congratulate Trixie. She didn't try and she did not say Shangela was robbed. Mm-hmm. You know, she said that she mainly left as like a statement to the producers, you know, because they keep throwing all these twists and just not, you know, taking to the fact that they are humans and just keep putting them through this craziness. So that she said yeah. it was mainly just like a statement to the producers that they are people and that they can leave whenever they want and they're the ones that make the money, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's so. true. That's true, but there are still dotted blind signs. That is correct. <laughs> yes, <ma'am. laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so, so that's kind of like our little honesty segment, girl. And... Uh, we did ask for some questions or comments from our followers and listeners on Twitter. I don't like to say followers. I like to say listeners because it's like we're listeners. all playing the same game that way, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like this. So, uh, so we did ask our listeners which drag queen they were most excited for this season. And uh, podcast veteran Gato says that after the 15-minute preview of them all, <laughs> I haven't laughed so much since season six and so um my response is come on season six let's get six sinning (laughs) 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 which is what laganja should have (laughs) said and then her follow-up actual question was how do we feel about the drag on a dime challenge and i really thought it was going to be night of a thousand christina's electric boogaloo part one hmm I, I wish it the, was Christina's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked the um, drag on a dime challenge. It, I was more thinking the whole time, though, um, since this is season 10, are we going to get a runway or a challenge from every season of RuPaul's Drag Race? Are we going to mm, recreate it? Like a theme? Yeah. Like, are we going to get season two next episode? 
right. well, what even happened in season two? <laughs> I can't tell you. Yeah, I feel like don't know. Two is just. Oh yeah, like, Tyro's the bitch the whole time. Yeah, like that was that was her time, Maybe that will be the season two challenge. It'll be like. Dress like Tyra and be a bitch. Give us your best time. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do your I, night, night of a thousand Tyras. <laughs> I um I like the idea of doing the. I always like the drag on a diet like or like create your own drag. Yes. Um challenges. However, I don't necessarily like it for the first episode because I like. Like, I always like the first episode, like, give them something where, like, they can come out and, like, represent themselves. So we can see more of who yeah. they are. Yeah, so, like, if they can yeah. have an opportunity to bring out something that they packed and that they prepared for, mm-hmm. I'd much prefer that. Like, the ex- yeah. like if it was, like, a your best Christina, which is just, like, knockoffs of Lady Gaga, that would have been oh, amazing. Wow. Like, Wow. Um, Shots fired. <laughs> Duck girl, get down. She did that. Damn. She did that, girl. But, but yeah, I, I like Dragon on a Dime, just maybe not necessarily for the first episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So then we actually, we got another question. Oh, no, we got a comment from a new person that we haven't featured on our podcast. Hello. Um. So at K- Carrie Winkle says, Sub hey, girl, Carrie Winkle. I'm... <laughs> Hi. I'm really impre- <laughs> I'm really impressed by the caliber of all queens this season. I think the early outs are going to be really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. They all seem to have huge personalities and interesting points of view, which I agree with. I agree with that. Like yeah, I was thinking strongly. as I was watching the show that this like as every like person like walked in, like each they had like so much shade to throw at each other. Like I was just like, this is kind of amazing because <laughs> like, yeah, usually you have like the few people that like shade each other, but like every single one of them were just like, Oh, like <laughs> this is my show. <laughs> I'm winning. Yeah. I was here for it. I was like, damn, these girls are not playing. I really like, I, I think this yes, is a girl. good cast. Yeah. I think, I think yes. that RuPaul's drag race has found like their formula and they know how to like yeah. find these gems of queens across the nation, and every season it just gets better and better. Like they're all really good drag queens. There's there was no one really bad at what they were. You know, as there were people I didn't like for various reasons, but mm-hmm. their drag was still good. I agree. Thanks for the input. We have a few more questions, uh, short questions at the end, but let's go ahead and get into the episode, girl. Yes, yes, yes. So we didn't get to have a reveal just because we're still a baby cast, so sorry, guys, but we're going to touch on all yes, of the girl. queens now, I think. Yeah, with the entrance is the first person in was um, re- the repeat offender, Eureka O'Hara. Eureka, she's back, bionic woman, titanium the elephant kneecap queen. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl, her robot kneecap. <laughs> I heard that it can fire lasers at people. <laughs> she's the Eureka-nator. I liked this yeah, Eureka look. Like, I don't know, I, I liked the whole, like, the shoulder pad thing, and, like, she just looked like... I don't know, X-Men, like... The inspiration was the Phoenix, right? Because she's rising from the ashes after that knee injury. 
But I think I it think was so, yeah. I think it was well done. You know, she had her leotard, you know, serving sexy big girl, and I thought it was just right. Her personality can carry all of what was going on. I mean, I was like, I didn't know how I felt. I mean, like it was a good look, but it seemed like maybe there should be more feathers, or like I just felt like. It know. wasn't like a knock it out of the park for me by any means, no. but I thought it was like a cute entry. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't I like think the it idea. was amazing by any means, but I didn't think it was bad either. Yeah, no, definitely not bad. No. Um. So then next we have Asia. Asia. She came in giving her little Dolly Parton Southern diva look with her fringe. Your fiercest auntie with the fringe leather. Yes, ma'am. And the sharp blonde bob. <laughs> I thought it was cute. Again, like, I wasn't a huge fan of this, but I think it was, like, pretty good. Like, I liked it. It was a solid look. It wasn't anything that's, like, pow, but, um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I I really like Asia. I'm excited to see where she goes this season, because she's going to be, like, the mama, I think. The mama. Yeah, I get that vibe, too. Very, very much like, um, den mother. She's living with the sorority girls in the house, you know? Well, she's been doing drag for a long time, I think, and she's, like, um, late 30s or something like that, and so she's been around for a while. She's going to be dropping knowledge on these little twinks. Yeah, I always love that about, you know, the the various types of queens and their backgrounds and just the mix yeah. of all that that they share with each other. It'll be interesting yeah, with her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then we have Ms. Cracker, Brianna Cracker. Yeah, Spawn of Bob the Drag Queen. Girl, I liked her dress, but was that a grapefruit on her head? That was a super bun. That's that's what my note says. <laughs> super bun. I don't even know what that the hell all. that was, but I love the Meet the Queens look more in that little video clip. Yeah, like that first little clip. I didn't know what this bun was, but I'm gonna let it slide. Just this once. Yeah. <laughs> See, so this is the thing. This is kind of, I mean, I think I, I think I like Ms. Cracker now. I didn't initially, but I think I like her. But this is my thing with her is that I don't know that I like that she's using Cracker as her name. Uh-huh. Because I feel like that, it, I mean, it's like a racial slur, basically. And it kind of, while it's more, you know, aimed at white people but it's still like when you say cracker it kind of reminds you of the other side of it at least for me personally of the derogatory names and slurs given towards um, black people i think that's what a lot of the uh, the black queens were saying (laughs) and that's what my note says actually like right under her entry i quoted asia she says this hoe gonna need a nickname Because every yeah, time she, she hears does. Cracker, she's like, oh shit, like, and you can face that so much, but sometimes when it's just right there all the time, it's like a lot. I get Miss Cracker's perspective, like I'm white, thin, and salty, like I, I get that, Yeah, I get. she the knows gig, also there's I, that play yeah. on the words, right? I, right, and like, she's like, like her whole like, oh, I'm from, I, I live in the Bronx, I get it, like I don't, mm, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I think part of it is probably like I don't know. I don't like fully understand it, but I guess like if you if she's like living in Harlem, like you know maybe that's just like something she's like used to, like hearing that word all the time. Like 
like being called a cracker or something like <laughs> so she just like for her it's like just this is her experience the drag experience like yeah. where you just kind of throw at, like you kind of don't take anything too seriously it's just kind of a big joke right and like, rue always says that you know don't take life too seriously yeah so i don't know i kind it's of it's like, more perform i think it's more performative for sure i don't get any malicious vibe about it i mean Bob is an no. out and proud black gay queen, so I don't think there's um I think there's education there. I do. The name just catches people off guard. I do like Ms. Cracker though a lot more than what I, because when I watched the the Meet the Queens video, I did I was kind of like I felt like she was trying too hard, but then after watching mm-hmm. the episode, I was like, this girl is hilarious. Like she. Like, she's so quick on her feet, and, like, Mm -hmm. some of the things she says, you're like, how did she, like, think of that so fast? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she, I do, I do like her overall. It's just, I feel like her name kind of takes away from her drag a little bit. Because it makes it more of a shtick, whereas she could just have... A more solid name. <laughs> I kind of and liked... then people would be like, "Oh, her dra- look at her drag more than like being like cracker, 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 cracker." Yeah, and I kind of liked her previous name, Brianna Cracker, because <laughs> I don't know, like I love the like the punny names where it's like, you know, Sharon Needles or you know, Pheromone or Brianna Cracker. Like those mm-hmm. are fun to me because it's it's like like wordplay. Yeah. Where, like, I mean, this is kind of wordplay, too, but it's kind of just like, oh, it's a white girl. It's the more negative. (laughs) Yeah, well, because I like Brianna Cracker because then it's funny because it's like cheese and crackers, and then you can say the salty thing, and that's funny. But when you're just like Ms. Cracker because people call you a cracker because you're white, like, I don't know. I mean, drag, again, it's not not supposed to be taken too seriously. I I guess. We're talking about it now, and I think that's, like, the point of that name. Again, Bob, the black drag mother, you know. I think it it kind of inspires conversation, and a lot of progress is made when we can have conversation. I get the the level of comfort is not very good for everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. And a huge problem with the black community is sometimes, you know, we're too quick to shut down in those situations. But on the flip side, you know, maybe we're preaching too much and we're just tired. But I think it'll be interesting to see how Miss Cracker works this and (laughs) portrays this character because this is only episode one. Right. So we'll see, like, you know, how Miss Cracker develops. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to Yahua Hamazaki. Yeah, I'm excited. Harajuku Queen. I thought yes, this was girl. great. Like, I like her. Yeah, I liked I her from the get go. Like on the Meet the Queens, and like, I just think she's a really fun character. I loved her look. She's super bubbly. She's just got like an edgy look to her. Another Asian queen, so that's cool. Something different. I think she kind of like reminds me of Gia Gunn a little bit, but not as cunty. <laughs> yeah, she's a, a little more classy than Miss Gia. Sorry, Gia, love you. I miss Gia Gunn. <laughs> Still love Gia. <laughs> I know. Like, girl, bring her back. Um, <laughs> then uh, we have your guys' hometown queen, Blair St. Clair. Yes, Blair. Oh my God. It's hey, Blair. Blair, the indie queen. I so like cool. Blair. 
And I like that Blair is so unique because there's nobody else on this season like her. She's very, like, on her own. Yes, Broadway baby. So she walks in looking like... um, like a superstar that would have been famous in like an episode of Mad Men or something. Like it was just on point for mm-hmm. me. Uh, we were watching the Raja and Raven fashion photo review and they didn't really like the new shoe. <laughs> but honestly, I didn't like when she entered the workroom, I wasn't really like looking at her feet. Like she looked, she looked no. great. They still tooted her look. They still so. tooted her look, but I was like, there's basically nothing wrong with her. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I thought her entrance was a little, her look was a little bit basic. It was still solid. Like everything was really good together, but it just, like, it just didn't give me like that extra kind of like pow that you expect to see in an entrance look, you know? Yeah. And maybe like, um, I feel like some Queens did play it safe. Maybe it's nerves or like, they're kind of afraid to go far but you know that's what the judges are looking for you're absolutely right yeah and also Blair I mean is really young too so I mean I couldn't imagine being like that young and just like I would be terrified being on a TV show and like trying to do all this stuff so I don't know yeah from India yeah Yeah, girl, I used to see Blair on Grinder all the time in India. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, girl, there's the real tease. <laughs> oh, snap. Um, Escandalo. So, um, Throw the rose. Escandalo, muy. Yes, girl. <laughs> um, so then next we have Monet X Change, oh, our which fave. is Bob the Drag Queen Part 2. But I love <laughs> not as a diss, but like your Bob. <laughs> yeah, I really like this entrance. Like it was bald cute. glasses. Oh yeah, similar similar look. Bob yeah. is more funny, but yeah. I love this look. Though. Absolutely. I was getting Niecy Nash, like glam Niecy Nash, kind of like with that, because you know, like in um the series Claws, or if you've seen um what mm-hmm. is a show called Reno Nine One One? Is that the one? Yeah. Where she has, yeah. she kind of has With, like these updos. Yeah, on Comedy Central. Yeah. So Niecy Nash will wear these updos. <laughs> so as soon as Monet walked in, I was like, holy shit, Niecy Nash. But then she rips off her like sweeper outfit, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah, I love that she had a reveal. I thought that really made for a good entrance look for her. And it was so clean. It was so clean. I mean, she had yeah. props, she had a reveal, Absolutely. like, girl, you win. <laughs> Yeah, she practiced that. Yeah, girl, she did. At least 30 times. All the cleaning looks this episode. (laughs) She was super clean. The second look wasn't so great, but... (laughs) More on that later, We'll get there, girl. (laughs) Um, Next, we have um, Miss Trade Cameron Michaels, who all the queens were freaking out about. (laughs) I know. It's like they've never seen a skinny person before. I am actually weird in that I don't find Cameron to be hot at all, <laughs> but that's just not my type. Like I like like Latin like dark skinned people, so uh-huh. I I don't know. Cameron just doesn't do it for me, and also this look I thought was oh. trash. So bye. I mean, Cameron's like cute. <laughs> Damn. <and> I mean, <laughs> he's not. He's not here for it, girl. Cameron's cute. No, he's and not. Then he, and then I think he's I think he's cute, and I love tattoos, so you know that's part of it. Too. Yeah, 
But can we like while we're on the topic, can we just talk about like how many actual cute queens we have? Like like as boys, like I thought Mayhem Miller was really cute. Uh, I do think Mayhem's cute. Aquaria and Blair St. Clair <laughs> and Go on. Who freaking else? Yahua. Actually I thought Yahua was really cute as a boy. I'm trying to think or who how... I think I would be attracted to. I don't know. I guess I haven't reached that yet. Now I was ready for all of them. I like Mayhem Miller. <laughs> this is gonna be controversial, but I think I have a crush on Banji. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, what? <laughs> no. Like at first, it's Banji because like it's it's a, I think it's the personality that like it's kind of like kimchi. Like I was like I there'd never be any reason I would like kimchi, but like for some reason I thought kimchi was cute. Yeah, and Vanjie is I like the same way. Like the personality, I think, has made Vanjie more attractive to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see that now that you said, it, now that you explained it more. But like, that's still gonna be a hard pass for me. <laughs> <laughs> Work with me here, <laughs> girl. I'm about to spray you two down. Um, <laughs> so. So, the so next queen in is Mayhem Miller. What do we think? Mayhem, serving old school drag, classic sleek scarlet gown. I'm into it. It was draped very well. Yes, those chunky earrings. Girl. Just glam doll up and down. I thought it was good. I This is another one I thought was good, but not like amazing mm-hmm. and not bad. It was another it was another safe one. I definitely put Mayhem in the safe entry because it was mentioned, you know, this is a pageant queen with the background like you're always going to get elegance when she walks into the room and that's what we got. <laughs> um so the next we get Miss Calorie Carbdashian. The thickness. Obsessed with all things Kardashian. I hate her. <laughs> I do too. That Chris Jenner ass wig. Oh my god. Specifically, as far as her entrance look, she wore a one piece bathing suit with a see through one piece bathing suit over her one piece bathing suit. I'm convinced that was like what she gardens in. Yeah. And a horrible Chris Jenner wig. Also, Raven yeah. and Raja yeah. like booted the shit out of this, they, first of all. They trampled good. this look. <laughs> trampled it. They should have. That was not good. Also, can we talk about, like, on the Meet the Queens, like, did they Photoshop the hell out of her? Because she looked, like... I don't know. She looked, she looked like smaller, smaller on the Meet the Queens. I'm not saying she's, like... We're big. not we're not trying to I'm not, like, fat-shaming anyone. But she looked, like, there was a noticeable difference, unless maybe it was, like, the spacing of filming. I don't know. Yeah, she just looked... I mean, I, I don't think she looked worse. I think it was the it's padding. Just, oh, really? Like... The padding on. I think it was just how she had her pads because. Because you like, can tell I she's a thick girl, girl, but I she's like, big. But yeah, but I, I think she was just exaggerating. She was the just giving us some Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Also, like. She was, like, thick. T H I C K. I have to remember that T H is separate, not just a sound. Okay, sorry guys. I just had a I just had a mini stroke there. Also, I'm just annoyed that like you're making your drag off of like a Kardashian. Like, yeah. I know. I I'm, I'm immediately not there for it. 
Ugh. I'm fully not there for any Kardashian reference. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler alert. I right. was not like happy with the ending of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Me either. Yeah. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Because this next queen was another turnaround queen that I didn't like initially during the Meet the Queens, but I do like now. Is Monique. Uh-huh. I agree completely. I was not sure if I yeah. was into what Monique was serving at all on Meet the Queens. Like, I was just Mm-mm. completely uninterested, kind of. And this episode, I'm just like, wow, this <laughs> she's serious. She knows what she's here for, and she's entertaining. And she's serving looks. Yeah, girl. Yes. Her entrance was kind of cringy, but I really liked her outfit. And I'm here for <laughs> all things gold and sparkly. Yes, me too. Yeah, I really liked her look. I loved her interactions, like when the other queens were coming in. Her reaction to Miss Cracker was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it yeah. was. But yeah, I, I love... I, oh. <laughs> oh. I was on the don't fence about Monique, but definitely um, on her team now. <laughs> yes, I'm on team Yeah, Monique me too. Well. I like Monique. So then Dusty walks in. Y'all know I'm a little biased, but this was like one of the best entrances for me because she had a catchphrase that was good, like ready to go, uh, never loved ya. Girl, <laughs> I did like I that. I was Z snapping all over the place when I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty Ray Bottoms. Girl, I'm I love, a fan. I, mean, I, was, I already like Dusty Ray. <laughs> Get oh, out no. of here, Stoney. You're uh, not a fan. I, I, like, I like Dusty like, Ray. So this is the Thanks for Coming podcast with Jamal and Seth. Um, I hope you guys are ready for season 10. Stoney's on sabbatical. I knew you loved Dusty Ray, but um, I don't know. I don't really love Dusty, but I also, like, I didn't necessarily agree with the critiques, which we can get to that later. But yeah. um, I have some, yeah. like, things to say about the critiques for Dusty. <laughs> I've been following <laughs> Dusty Ray. I've been following Dusty Ray on um, social media for a while now, and the look is different. I like it. I do think Dusty will need to do something different here and there to stay afloat, but the look is cool. I'm into it. I wrote that I hope she's not the Thorgy that leaves like really early, and that you want to you want her to be around more. Oh, take it back! Why would you even put that into the universe? I don't mean to jinx it. I don't mean Uh. to jinx monsoon it, but (laughs) well, yeah, hopefully not. I think that if Dusty uh, focuses, she can make it far. Kind of, you know, getting acid Betty vibes, of course, like punk rock and colorful. Yeah, but we haven't. We've definitely never seen a queen like her. Mm Mm-mm. No, she's like a mix of like milk, adore, like I don't know. I think she can give us some dark glam moments if she makes it far. I can just see like some dark glam, which I'd live for. Hell yeah! Um, so then next we have one of my least favorites, the vixen. The vixen coming from Chicago. I'm here to fight. I'm here to fight. (laughs) She looked like a Chicago. She looked like a Street Fighter character. She was like, let's go. I know. <laughs> she was doing her, like, Mortal Kombat poses. I was like, yeah, finish the, her, girl. The <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the worst. Like, why are you being, like, so aggressive? <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm hoping that... So. Um, I'm hoping that the Vixen 
grows if she sticks around. I get like Dime on the Challenge thing was like right up her alley because she's used mm-hmm. to working on a budget, but it's kind of like Chi Chi all over again. It's like you're gonna have to turn out something a little more polished. Definitely. But we respect your art. I could, I like, like the Vixen, I'm kind of indifferent, but I could see Vixen being one of those queens where it's like she ends up in the final five and you're like, how the hell did you get here? I I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I think if she starts turning it out, I mean, we'll talk about what she did later with those pool noodles, but, you know, if she keeps that up, she'll be a sneak attack. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Next is uh, Stoney's. Trade, Vanessa, Vanji, <laughs> Vanji, yes, uh, Mateo, daughter of Alexis, super fragile, super califragile, sex biologists. Like, yeah, well, I, I love that. Or names, girl. I love that Vanji's basically like a Muppet in her confessional. First of all, yeah, she sounds like three <laughs> of the Muppets, all in, all in one. <laughs> She's like Beaker Animal oh. and, <laughs> and Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> it works for her, though. Um. It does. But no, her entry look was really good. I liked the kind of like exposed tool on the gold. I just love gold, so I was here for the look. But it helped that it was I put love together right. Gold. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Austin Powers reference. <laughs> Blast from the past. Blast from the past. <laughs> um, I didn't really have much else to say about the Vixen or Vanessa. So, um, but I did like her how sassy she was when she did her entrance. Uh-huh. How she was kind of yeah. like walked past, and then she's like, "Oh, hey, bitch!" And then she stomped down the runway. Yeah, she's very yeah, lots of toot. I loved it. Yeah, I Me liked too. it. Me too. And then last but not least, we've got Miss Aquaria. Yes. I'm pouring more prosecco, sorry. I kind of <laughs> love this look. Like I thought this might be my favorite look of the entries because it was just that hair the was hair crazy. and then the belt mm, and I was so just like awesome. this is so cool. It was sharp, it was edgy. Ugh. Mm-hmm. It's what we needed. That's how you close a show. And and then and we also get introduced to the Aquaria Cracker drama, which I feel like we should wait to, to get into more later during for our untucked portion. Yeah. But yeah, girl, yeah. that's like the only thing I'm concerned about for this season of Drag Race. <laughs> uh, I have so many opinions about that. So yeah, we definitely need to talk about that when we get to it. <laughs> Yes, girl. So then next, we go into our mini challenge where they bring back several queens from the past. That was really cool to see. Do you see your favorite Yara Sophia girl, Stoney? I was, like, <laughs> effing scared of Yara, that, we thought Yara was coming through that TV and was, like, going to turn us into vampires. Like, what the hell happened to her? Like, does she, like is she going to kill us? I was like, I don't whoa, know. Queen. Yeah, we saw, we saw Miss Yara. We had Bob yeah, there. Who else? Jinx. Trixie. Manila, Trixie. Jinx got slapped. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, well, I'm pouring I mean, some wine. <laughs> unfortunately, Tyra was there. I saw Tyra. Who? Um, we didn't see. Oh, we saw. A, we saw a door. Wait, was Tyra actually there? Yeah. Yeah, Tyra was there. I don't she remember. was one of her. Maria Balenciaga was there. Oh, Mariah. She was shading the hell out of calorie. Mariah. 
why was Tempest she deserved it there like yeah how did she get invited back do you think (laughs) who was unavailable (laughs) and because Rue was like these are some of my favorite queens I'm like really Tempest is yours, one really? of your favorite you queens sure? of all time. <laughs> Why did you eliminate her so early then, Rue? Are you positive? <laughs> so, like, I think for the mini challenge, you know, they just kind of, you know, vogue down the runway. Um, yeah, this was their opportunity to, like, shine amongst all those stars. Yeah. <laughs> I wish um, you Rico would have fell off stage and, like, broke her link thing again. No. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> JK, uh, I'm not saying again. that. I'm just like, it would have been like JK. a tragic comedy or something if it would have happened. <laughs> I think my top was probably Asia for the mini challenge. Asia, yeah. Asia was working it. She knew what she was doing. You know, she's a seasoned queen from Texas. Big showmanship in the state of Texas. So she knew what to do and how to work that crowd. They were living for her. You know, this runway challenge, it was kind of like their chance to shine amongst all of the stars and make like their statement going into the season and she served it for me hell yeah i thought it was cute how like excited that blair was when she got out there and was like oh my god oh my gosh (laughs) i know she was she's like me (laughs) (laughs) that would have been me like i'd have been like i would immediately passed out and not like barrel roll down the runway Yeah, and she you can tell she was totally uh, geeked, but they were like they all loved her. She got good reviews. I, Vixen's dress fell apart. Vixen's dress <laughs> yeah, fell apart. Raven was Real talking fast. about that on the photo review. Fashion photo review. She actually the, she was like I'm booting this because I was there when she did the runway and everything was just like falling apart. <laughs> yeah I mean it's cool like you flip and death drop but then if you're I mean that's your opportunity to make your statement right but if your outfit is like falling apart maybe we should have used gorilla glue right oh girl I'm not touching that one that is gonna get me in trouble um so so then um Monet wins the challenge, rightfully so. Monet She's giving us, you know, some Bob's entrance kicking realness. <laughs> <laughs> She's giving us three death drops in a row, sort of. Oh, I know. I love that. You can tell people are dying there in person. I'm sure it was hilarious. <laughs> that triple death drop. <laughs> I- I did think it was cute how excited Bob was when uh, when she saw Ms. Cracker come out, though. I thought that was. Cool I know too. that was yeah. so that was so funny, and then of course you know Black Mama. That's my baby. That's. My- <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, yes. That was so funny. <laughs> my favorite part of this was yes, when girl. Jinx was talking about how she was like okay with being slapped <laughs> because she got airtime. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, girl. Slap me again, Mama. <laughs> we've every time we slap that face that, down boots. <laughs> every time we've watched that line, we laugh. It's great. Uh, just that makes me realize, yeah, like, that was remember hilarious. just how great Jinx is. Yeah, <laughs> I know Jinx is so funny. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
So so then, you know, Monet wins. Then we move on to the drag on a dime. We all know what that is. We Well, maybe not, because maybe not a lot of people watched the first season. But Yeah, if you did not watch this from season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. This this time they didn't have to dumpster dive. They actually brought it to them in the workroom, so that yes. was exciting. I appreciated the pit crew members. That means that, you know, production at VH1, there they have souls, mm. and they'll give us what we want. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, pit crew, work. There's more of you, hi. Yes. And I like that the the really cute one that we all like is it I think his name is Jason was on like the big car. Yeah, of yeah. course he was. He's like the head yeah. pit crew member. Yeah. I liked that he got to be in the car. That was cool. Yeah, but like you said, they didn't have to dumpster dive this time. They had some carts, some small carts and a giant cart. And every queen, I think, um I don't know. If you're in that situation and you had an idea, how do you go running do you form your idea as you're running towards the pile or watching things come in because they just grabbed what they they saw first, right? That that's at least how I felt. I think they probably saw what was in the cars as they were being pushed in and then once they said go, they're like, I wanna do a dress out of fucking Barbie dolls. Kind and of they went for that. Kind of scoping it out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they probably think about like first like I'm sure they've thought about like oh what am I going to do if there's a you know like drag on a dime because that's like something that is pretty like com- like has been common on other on other seasons uh-huh, like the thrifty like create your changes. own like drag so I'm sure they probably had some idea in their head like what they wanted to do mm-hmm. um and then probably like seeing the stuff there like help them yeah figure it out I mean it was I thought it was kind of weird that they were all being strangely like obsessive about each drag queen gets like one material and they have to make a whole dress out of it it's like i don't it's like you can all have fucking car shades if you want to put your car (laughs) i mean it's just like it just it's different than how it's about how you use it right i i would agree with that with the car shades i thought someone could have made like a really cute like bra top with that and you know just cut out a bra shape or something oh yeah you could have definitely had some like early lady gaga looks out of um that material yeah alone. but i don't know so they they all kind of basically just picked one material <laughs> and then mm-hmm. went with it mm-hmm. um hoping for then the <laughs> so then we get to um you know they make their looks i don't know there was drama because aquaria uh, notices that Miss Cracker is, is using her oh my style. Gosh. So there were a few things in the workroom. Can we talk about um, how, yeah, Miss Cracker and Aquaria are doing similar makeup? So here's what Stoney and I talked about earlier. So Miss Cracker's kind of like minding her own business. I don't see. Miss Cracker studying Aquaria, and I don't know like the whole background of their drama, but in this case with episode one, you know, whether bitch stole your look or not, bitch did better than you. So quit bringing it up because you're just putting more light on it. <laughs> I thought that, cause see the way the way I interpreted this is that Aquaria has been doing drag since she was very young in. The runway challenge Adora said that she had been following Aquarius since she was 14. I noticed that. So what I feel like what happened is Aquaria started drag very young. 
and had you know developed a look and then Miss mm-hmm. Cracker kind of was like okay look at this like I'm gonna do that look and then it kind of takes away from Aquaria's thing because she's kind of developed this look for herself and now we got this new queen like jock in her style I get it I mean I kind like I can I see too. that. <laughs> I can see that, but here's I don't my know. thing. There's though, inspiration everywhere, I guess. Like, here's my thing, though. Like, if you are, no matter what you do in life, like even if, if it's just like you're an artist or like in your professional career, like you always do your best when you just focus on yourself and just be the best version of you and don't worry about what everyone else is doing because the minute you start worrying about what other people are doing, that's when you, like, mm-hmm. fall down a peg. Like, in my opinion, okay, let's say in this hypothetical, Ms. Cracker really is copying Aquarius's look. People are going to notice stuff like that. So you are better off just doing your own thing and showing how great you are. Right. And, and then you'll prove call, to everyone else that you are the better queen. They even called out some moments, you know, where there are like clear blatant similarities in their look. But I mean, come on, think about it. Like mm-hmm. Beyonce is out here doing shows in leotards. How many bitches are out here in leotards that really shouldn't be, or they're trying to jock that look. I mean, there's always going and to be calorie like, Kardashian. It's what you do yeah. with it. There's always going to be like a Christina Aguilera yeah. that tries to copy like Lady Gaga, but everyone knows <laughs> that Lady Gaga is way better than her, so it doesn't really matter. And I'm not <laughs> shitting on Aquario. I'm just more like, okay, move on. If Miss Cracker is really doing this, that's going to get called out much later. But again, in this episode, the cards were not in Aquaria's favor, regardless of and what she was saying. Yeah, Miss Cracker yeah. did better than Aquarius, so better. it's like, okay, well, the presentation. While you was were better. worried about the brows, Miss well, Cracker yeah. kicked your ass in the challenge. So yeah, Ooh. tea. I, I totally, I totally <laughs> get it, but it's like, girl, put on your big girl panties. Yeah. Let's go. You're on Drag Race. Get over it. What did you think of her look? Her Dragon of Dime look. Her like little Miss Mother Goose look. Aquarius or uh, Miss Cracker? Yeah. Aquarius. I, I actually, I actually liked her, Aquarius like, look. Yeah, I actually liked the little Bo Peep high fashion look. I was into it. I agreed with like the high drama. Yeah. I agreed with the like her just being safe. I didn't think it was like a top look, but I didn't think it was like terrible. I thought it was good. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun for me. I I enjoyed watching it come down the runway, and the makeup was good. The wig was just right. It all worked for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so then we got Asia's like, <laughs> like Toys R Us explosion look. <laughs> she had her little, I, I liked her, her headpiece with the little unicorn pinata on the top. So Asia, I put here, you know, I wasn't sure about this look at first, but then I remembered how much I loved Heatherette, the designers. Are you familiar with Heatherette? No. So they have like really, really fun, like fun designs, like colorful for like teenage girls, for example, back in the day, like early 2000s, it was like more of the tutu punk rock look, but they make also some like badass jackets. But anyway, the okay. style of this dress gave me Heatherette and then that cart or whatever, that basket on her head. 
just put it <laughs> over the top. I wasn't sure what was happening, but yeah. by the time she was back to the workroom, I decided I loved it. Then we have to <laughs> next talk about Calorie Kardashian's uh, money look. This was complete trash. Like, it was the worst. Like, this was just terrible. Like, nothing about it was good. Like, I could have probably done this by just pasting, like, you know, dollar bills on that. shit. So, and, yeah. well, like, even I, Michelle I, was, like, <laughs> comparing it to, like, previous dollar <laughs> bill challenges. I'm like, no. Like, those, like, challenges, like, um, Acid Betty, Raja, like, all of them actually executed and it looked good. This mm-hmm. was complete, like, garbage. It was a complete mess. <laughs> She had money all over her, but she was looking cheap as hell. Yeah, it looked like she made that dress with a few packs of dollar store Monopoly money. It sure did. (laughs) I wrote that it looked like she put glue all over a dress and then rolled around in a bunch of Big Mac wrappers. Well, she is Kardashian. When it comes down to it, like a true Kardashian, no talent. (laughs) <laughs> no all of the girl <laughs> go sell your detox um, tea on instagram girl flat tummy tea <laughs> <laughs> um and the next was blair st Clair with her blair. very chic look yeah so it was great that the judges said Viv- vivianne westwood because that's the vibe i got when she stepped out on the runway i wasn't sure what was going on with the um the sunshade on the back of the dress in the workroom segment but seeing yeah. it come to life on the runway it was very like gossip girl mother to me upper east side I'm going to pick up my kids from private school and they've got lessons kind of vibe but very chic yeah, I think she definitely needed that shade back there because if it was just black on top and then the shiny bottom, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't have looked as balanced, I don't think. Yeah, it made it it took it over the top for sure. Yeah, I thought it was good. Definitely. I I didn't actually like love it, but I thought it was I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah. And then we have fashion, fashion. the controversial we have the controversial Dusty Ray and her like Tin Man alien uh, robot the tin real man <laughs> jumpsuit. This look would have been yes, spot girl. on minus the hat. Like maybe do like a cute little simple headpiece if you want a headpiece, but the hat just completely distracted from everything else. Like you wanted to pay attention to what mm-hmm. was going on head and below, but you just kept going back up to the hat. I think what was really like what was wrong with it is that she had that like very stylistic hat, but also her style of makeup with all the polka dots. So it was just like too much going on. Uh-huh. So it's like, do I look at the face? But then there's the hats kind of drawing me away from the face. And right. So it's like something needed to be balanced better. Yeah. With that makeup, you know, do a solid, you know, hat or headpiece because of the style of your makeup i agree completely. that was my problem with it it was just more there was just too much going on i felt like mm-hmm. and it was very busy yeah and i think it and was, that just, was not maybe if Judy you would jetson but yeah if you were to just cut it down a little bit and toned it down like i think it would have been better just uh-huh. um but yeah and then uh then miss cameron came out and she looked like the whole garden henny <laughs> 
<laughs> the entire so, garden. I know. So this is like Desperate Housewives realness. Cameron here, she's got like the turf and oh, the yeah. flowers, and I was I was kind of into it. It kind of gave me like if Sofia Vergara's character on Modern Family had like a very loud cousin. This is what she would wear <laughs> to like the soccer game. <laughs> It was like, like I kind don't... of reminded me of like some sort of like a dog dog bathroom area. Like I was like I just kind of wanted to pee <laughs> on it. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't realize that until you just said it. But yeah, like I feel like she should just be in the corner and her dog pees on her. I mean that's yeah, should, that's like it probably wouldn't be was. the first time. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't right y'all ain't right um, girl it was okay though piping. like <laughs> i agree it was a safe look like i didn't think it was great not it was safe either. it was safe yes girl and then we have miss monet exchange monet. with her flowers this yeah. was terrible. No, this was that sponge thing, right? <laughs> I actually think... I wanted yeah. to clean my bathroom. I disagreed with the judges on this. Like, I think she should have been in the bottom. <laughs> like, like at least it considered one of the top three, or one of the bottom three people. I because think, yeah. it was not good. And even on Untucked, I was like, damn, this is bad. It just kind of um, it took away from her shape, I think, the way she arranged the sponges. And it was kind of like a theme because it was like with her, it was the sponges. With a couple other girls, there was flowers glued to them. And it's just mm-hmm. like, and, and even Rue commented on it with um, Vanessa, I think it was. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's just like you need to show your shape with, with specifically with Monet's. Her dress was too long. Like she was like literally walking on her dress I mean, yeah, yeah. The concept, she looked like she was struggling. It. Yeah, well, I get like the concept, like because the the white things in her hair are supposed to be soap, and then the dirt, and then the sponges come. It's like this whole washing sequence. So the walking mm-hmm. on the dress on the runway was supposed to be like her scrubbing the runway. Mm. But you know oh, that <laughs> I didn't get. I. <laughs> Well, and that's but no, that's the thing. That's the thing. It did not come together the way that the vision was not. The vision did not come to life. She explained it on Untucked, and like after she explained it, I was like, oh, that's like a like a for effort for like going that far. But actually, the execution, the execution was really bad, Mm -hmm. and like what you're trying to do, like it's just you can't conceptualize it like i can't see what you're trying to do you went too so and also like it just looks like trash so bye you went too deep for the (laughs) on the dime challenge or whatever it's called the dollar store challenge if you're gonna make suds like make a shoulder piece or something you know like i didn't get it from like five ping pong balls glued to your head that's yeah. a great idea. Like, if there were some, like, severe shoulder pads on that and some, like, hips with the same material, at least yeah. it would have had, like, a dramatic shape. And then it would have been high fashion, yeah. you know, couture. Maybe, yeah. like, called a Lysol can or, like, a scrubbing bubbles can. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She had a good start, but, like, it just wasn't know. executed well. She had a good idea in theory. Yeah. That would have been on but... point. Okay, well, you did good, girl. Like, you're safe, so... Good job, <laughs> sir. <laughs> uh, um, then we have the Vixen. Um, 
I thought it's like it didn't look. It looked like she didn't even try because she had like on a bra and panties <laughs> with some like. I know, over it. I know. Like I get like again, like I get the vixen's aesthetic. Like she's gonna like make her shit, but this just did not look good to me. This was like upgraded version of like Chi Chi. Yeah. Like if Chi Chi like <laughs> did a little bit better at like trashy drag, then this would be her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciated like the arrangement, but then I thought it's like, you know what? Where's the rest of it? Like, why isn't there like yeah. a full noodle skirt or something? I don't know. Why isn't this all yeah, complete? Look? I don't know. It didn't feel complete. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it. And then we have Mayhem's dress, her very chic, uh, le- le- lesbian cafeteria, <laughs> custodian <laughs> vibes. I thought this was good. Like Mayhem looked really good. I thought what she did really well was that she, like some of the queens, like they become like ADD and they're like, oh, let's like paste everything everywhere because it's amazing. Everywhere. And like, it felt like, <laughs> let's lose our shape right now. Yeah. Like ma'am took some material and was like, I am designing this cool ass, like kept look. it simple and didn't just like paste a bunch of shit. Yep. All yeah. Over herself. It, she kept it simple, but there was still the detail there. You can tell that there was thought put into it, but it was so simple and effortless, which made it easier mm-hmm. to rock on the runway yes girl and I, and I thought she kind of gave me like a little bit of raven vibes like she kind of like that seems like something raven would wear probably mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i could see that so um and then we have <laughs> eureka um, <laughs> sugar and spice <laughs> realness donut titty girl I, I thought she kind of looked like Dolores Umbridge or something. (laughs) (laughs) I like this look. It wasn't a top look, but I thought it was cute. (laughs) I wrote (laughs) that it looked like some Candyland. Like it looks like Dolores Umbridge fucked the Fudge Man from Candyland. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I hated it so much. It was horrible. Damn. Oh, I'm not against that, so <laughs> I'm gonna toot. <laughs> You're gonna toot. <laughs> you would. Plot twist, toot. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Monique's dress. Uh, her house of cards. I dig the, the look. For some reason, I thought like the headpiece was going to be like shoulder pads or something. I didn't realize that that was going to be the hair and like the uh, workroom mm-hmm. sequence. But I thought it was cute. I like the shape of the skirt. Girl, that hair was cute. I didn't realize her hair was made out of like paper. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. It's like this fierce hair helmet. I thought that was tight. I, re- I liked it. Very too. Janelle Monet android, you know? Yeah, I didn't like her neck piece with the cards. Like, I thought it would have been better without that, maybe. Um, or maybe she could have made it into shoulder pads or something. Because I really liked her dress and the shape of her dress a lot. Yeah, I made it more of like a cocktail style kind of dress, full cocktail yeah. style. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Take the collar out, trade it in. Yeah, girl. And then we got Vanessa. Um, Vanjie, again with the, the cotton ball, yeah. the cotton this candy ball. look was amazing, guys. <laughs> Man, uh, she looked like she was no. thrown into some pixie dust and then thrown into a cotton candy machine <laughs> and then thrown into a dryer and dusted with sugar. Speaking of people just pasting shit all over their bodies. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. 
<laughs> this is just bad execution. If it were me and I saw myself in the mirror like last minute and I was like, what the hell have I done? And I have two minutes before I need to be on stage. I would like tie something around my entire torso because like she just looked like an Easter egg. I would have spray painted three giant vinyl gold records and just put them in front of my body like Shangela. <laughs> you are not right. We are in season 10. Um, but Shangela was robbed. Like the problem is, yeah, it's just this had no uh, shape at all. It was just basically like, <laughs> like yeah, it was just a cotton candy ball. Like, yeah. had it actually had yeah, some girl. shape to it, I think it would have been it was manageable. It was missing shape, um, that's right. Just, there was no shape to it, and it's really mm-hmm. sad because I love Angie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on the opposite side of dresses with lots of great shape was Yahuwah Hamasaki with her caution, cuijado look. The shape on this saved it. Like, like it was just, I don't know. I really liked the look. I know everyone was like down on caution tape in general, but. And then the honk on her head. Yeah, which I, it took me a while to understand. Me too. Yeah, but it, oh, like, I got it right away, girl. That put me back to middle <laughs> I missed school. It. I was like, I what made, the hell are I, they talking about? I, I made, I for our school project, I made. I like I switched a Monopoly board and I made it Egyptopoly. So, girl, I was all over <laughs> like <laughs> the Egypt references. <laughs> so Uh-oh. it's like I know what this is. I know. I, I got like, it. Got it. Osiris got it. The birds. <laughs> <laughs> what saved? I'm ready. What saved. <laughs> what saved this look was how the dress flowed. Yeah. Like I did put my notes lands in the middle. And that's exactly what happened. Like, they liked the way it flowed, but they were like, we've seen this before, so be careful. I thought it would have been better without the headpiece, probably, though. I agree. Maybe, like, a fierce updo or something. Yeah. Um, so we got Ms. Cracker. Um, oh, came I out with her. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, it was okay. I just wasn't, like... I'm kind of on Seth. Yeah. Like, I thought it was cool, but, like that was like about it i didn't like love it or anything i thought it was awesome i love the story i love the portrayal the makeup was on point for me the construction of the outfit was awesome i was here for it all the way i was just like girl do you need a tissue or like you just seem really sad (laughs) she was portraying a character and guess what the judges bought it unlike someone else's (laughs) <laughs> like it definitely wasn't it wasn't bad but i just was like eh. like i don't know i didn't think it was a top look like it's you know i thought it was teetering look. on top and safe like yeah top to safe yeah like so i didn't like hate the fact that it was in the top i it wasn't i wasn't like having a boner over it like everyone else though yeah same i was like semi-hard I like a little chub. <laughs> I loved it. So there. Good God. <laughs> the drama starts. It was it was um, art. It was art. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, God. Uh, then uh, <laughs> didn't we have Pheromone comes out. Um, we have Pheromone coming back to the competition. Oh, yeah. Pheromone comes back in her cotton candy hair. 
But we find out it's not that exciting and it's actually just this person. At first we weren't sure if Farrah just got a boob job and more lip injections, but then it turned... Come to find out, it's Christina Aguilera. Yeah, and she does her best impression Girl. of a queen that she's never heard of because she's never watched the show before. <laughs> I know, her Farrah voice was Girl. on point. It's like, you don't sound very whiny. She tried her best, girl. Christina, I was very excited because I love Christina. And I thought that Monet was exactly like my spirit animal in that moment because <laughs> I would have <laughs> I would have been like I would have tried to like t- like go up to her and been immediately tackled by her security. <laughs> and you know that so, her security would have tackled you for yeah. sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they were ready. <laughs> They're like ready. Um, so Christina Aguilera ends up coming out and she is the one of the guest judges. Yeah, come to find out she'd been watching the runway performances from backstage. Sneaky. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, she like tries and- to sing or something. <laughs> she makes her entrance. Girl. <laughs> and then it's revealed that she's another judge. <laughs> Mariah Kara wishes she could, like, girl. <laughs> like Christina was Please, like Mariah's running actually done all singing. up and down. She just talks on stage. Mariah now. just gave up, okay? Like yeah. she's Mariah just talks Mariah's on stage. like a stand-up comedian now. She's like, girl, I've got PTA. I'm too tired. My vocal I need vocal rest. I've got PTA meetings all week. Do you hear me? Nope. <laughs> I mean that's what we're saying. <laughs> So, um, so now, so now we are judging the tops and the bottoms. The safe queens go backstage, and uh, I was excited that Blair, St. Clair, and Dusty Ray did well. I know it was like yeah. a little bit more mixed with Dusty Ray, but mm. um, Michelle needs to figure her shit out because, <laughs> girl. Do not come for Dusty Ray. <laughs> I'm I, so annoyed right look. now. By, yeah. And like, let yeah. me just say, because Michelle does this every effing season. Every season. She's like, oh, what is she, this on your face? She shits on a signature. Yeah. And it's like, okay, listen, girl. Like, so you just want her to wear like makeup like every other effing drag queen? Like, mm-hmm. let her do her thing. Like, yeah, you can get on her case after maybe five challenges and she's still doing the same makeup, but right. it's the first episode. It's the very first episode, yeah. Like, you did the same yeah. thing to Derek Barry, and it was like, and Rue had to check your ass and be like, but don't you want to see Britney? Like, you need to just get <laughs> over, yeah. like, like, let these queens do their own thing. Maybe after four or five episodes, if they're still doing it, then maybe calm your That's ass the down. Thing. Like, if you see or sense that there's no balance there with what they're presenting on the runway, then say something. But the first episode, I yeah. mean, damn. If you know Dusty yeah. Ray, this is Dusty's look. That's her signature look. I mean, I, li- I love Mama Michelle. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself, girl. <laughs> like, yeah, and I say swerved. this. I say this being a Mich- Michelle Visage fan. Like, Super I fan. I love her. 
It's just I get annoyed when she does shit like this because it's like let the queens be who Same. they are. It's like calm down. And you can I get like you don't want to see like you want to see if Dusty can do something else, but like let Dusty do her look in the beginning to introduce herself. It's only the first episode. Mm-hmm. Give her some time yeah. and, to and like she's... develop, you know? Yep, that's right. And Michelle only sees the runways, so she hasn't even seen anything else besides this one look. So I'm just like, girl, bye. <laughs> it was it was not a rough... there for her critiques, and yeah. it wasn't just for Dusty Ray either. It was for a several queens that she was like coming hard. Like she, they did not do that for All Stars. Michelle did not do that. That's true. I would agree with that. But I think it's just because it's a new batch of queens and. Um, they don't have like that working relationship. I don't know. There's no excuses for I mean, me either, but I think that's part of it. We, like Michelle's know. always been kind of like this though. Cause we were watching season She's three. In that, I don't know you. And she case. was getting on Carmen Carrera's case for like using that, like relying on her body. And it was like episode two. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's had yeah. like two, two episodes. Looks. She's got like two looks. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I think sometimes Michelle just tries too hard to be the Simon of the season. You know what I mean? Like that's her role is to kind of be like super yeah. critical. I think she's like overly critical. I just think like sometimes but her boobs were on point. <laughs> oh yeah. Those tits they were, were like up. front row and center. Oh yeah. They were there. They I were don't present. necessarily disagree with her critiques either. I think it's more just like, it's too soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get on Dusty Ray's case. It's like kind of like, I mean, it's, I can't expect Michelle Visage to know everyone's style of drag, but girl, like that's, that's what Dusty Ray does. Like Dusty Ray was doing stuff like that before Queens were painting fake freckles on their face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's true. That's true. Know your herstory girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I know mine. So, um, we get and we got our first cry too uh, on the runway uh, or the Mayhem. judging, you know, with Mayhem Miller. Yeah, Mayhem is just so like you can tell. Mayhem is just so happy to be there. She's cried like five times yeah. this episode. She's just like <laughs> so pumped. She's there and she's doing well. She's, Girl, I got a good critique. I'm about to cry. I get it though. That's a big deal, especially like coming out the gate strong and just like serving it, and especially if you're maybe not so sure how you're gonna do. So that was awesome for her. It makes more sense too after watching the Untucked. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, so we got you know saw her thing. The one thing I did agree with Michelle was about the flower dresses and the not showing the shape of them. I did agree with you, Michelle. Um, I don't know, <laughs> I, um, but I, I wrote <laughs> like, why is Michelle so hateful already? <laughs> wait, wait, what? What'd you say? Why? Why is Michelle so hateful already? <laughs> We're oh like on gosh. episode one. She drank her like whole case of haterade already. <laughs> I feel like she turned it up. She was like, "It's newbie season." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Their asses. That's basically it. That's what I was trying to say earlier. She's like, "I don't know you. I don't have to be nice to you yet." <laughs> it's time to make some new girls cry, girl. <laughs> it's time to collect new tears. Um, I thought though, yeah. like as far as like on the judging panel. I thought it was cool to, like, see some of the different personalities. Like, 
Maya Miller, I wasn't a fan of in the preseason, but like it, this like whole thing, like her kind of breaking down and kind of explaining her background. We learned a lot about. I, this I am kind of a fan now of Mayhem's, um, and also too like I enjoyed Ms. Cracker. Like I loved her wit and like ability to just like bounce back like like so many funny lines. And she's the nerdiest little like boy out of drag. It's kind of cute to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I see, and I'm on the opposite side where I'm more of an Aquaria fan. So we'll I don't, I don't dislike, I don't dislike Aquaria. When I said when we were watching the show, though, Aquaria. we were like, I guarantee Seth likes Aquaria, Be- or like I don't hate <laughs> Aquaria, but like I'm more sided with Miz, and I was just thinking, Seth, I guarantee Seth is on like Aquaria's side on hey, this. Hey, there you go, <laughs> Caller Miz. Yes, girl. For I'm all on of the you right side of history, Miz. Miz. Um, That's what we'll refer to her as from now on. (laughs) And then just, I don't know, I love, like, Angie because she's just amazing and she's hilarious. (laughs) I'm sad to see her go. Like, I just want more of her. Get into that. Let's get into that. Mayhem wins the first challenge. So Mayhem wins. Well deserved, by the way. Very well deserved. I was scared. I was literally about to piss myself. I thought Dusty Ray was going to be in the bottom two the first episode. I was a little. I was, I like, was a little oh. nervous about that too. I was Hell a little no. nervous about that too. I was like, "There's no way Dusty Ray is going to be in the bottom two already." But that did not happen. We got Vanjie and Miss Kardashian in the. Bottom and I was two. personally like, "Hell yeah." Calorie Kardashian is going home. Screw the Kardashians. She needed. Go she away. needed a read. She needed a read. I get confidence, but she's got to like step it up. You know, it's cool that you felt great this, and you looked sexy, but you got to step it up. That was this, not a good look. This lip sync, though, like, what in the hell happened? Like, oh, first so of all, heartbreaking. Okay. Out of all the X Tina songs, you're gonna pick like this one. Like I was like, Candyman's great. Candyman or Dirty or such Fighter a good would have been better. Candyman's like, great. I don't know. Like this Girl, is the worst. Fighter costs too much money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, first of all, you picked the worst damn song, and then no, I like Candyman. Do you, wait, can we just take a hot second? Do you remember when they used that song to promote razors? Yeah, back in the day? yeah. Oh, cell yeah. phone razors. Oh my god, <laughs> Seth. I was just replaying that shit in my head. Right? Because you just hear the song because they were showing all the different colors. And I was like, I want the gold one, bitch. I know, Jamal had a razor for a long time. I sure did. It was silver, Jamal was the queen of razors. I had a midnight blue razor. You had a midnight blue one? I didn't have any razors. Yeah. I I had had one, though, when people had iPhones, so it was that cool then. Oh, I switched my BlackBerry <laughs> after um, my razor, but I dropped that in the sink and it like survived. That that Oops. phone was resilient. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, it was. I many times when I was drunk, just like dropped it on the ground and it was like totally fine. <sighs> that is the apocalypse like, oh, no. phone, the Motorola razor. That is what you need when the apocalypse hits. I used to be able to text so yes, fast on those. Like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> back with the T9. Yeah, you're like pressing, <laughs> like trying to 
press the letter T and you're like, blah, 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 three times in a row. <laughs> you guys, everyone under the age of like 21 has no idea what we're talking about. Oh my gosh, that is real. People are like, what the hell are they talking about? This is when we used to we're text like each other ourselves. on our Nokias on our green and black screens. Yeah, girl. Back in my day. <laughs> Back in my day. Anyway, so no. Um, Candyman was a great lip sync song, but Calorie and Van- uh, Vanessa, uh, Valerie, Vanessa, Angie, <laughs> something. They girl, like they were like not moving. That is an upbeat song, and they were like planting and belting for the back of the room. Like Vanjie had no energy. Valley. There was yeah, Vanjie was there was no energy, and you know at least Kardashian turned that up. The only thing that the only thing that saved Calorie was her little money throw. That was yeah it. I like, hate her so it. much. Calorie had some more energy, but she was smart enough to pull out a trick, and it worked. Because, like a true Kardashian, just do a uh, gimmick. Vanjie just didn't then, have any energy, like, which was sad because of it. We we were like rooting for Vanjie, like we just loved that personality. Me too. And we we're like, come on, turn it out, turn it out. Where is that like? three point death drop you did on the like mini challenge like where is that you're just like walking to the edge of the stage and laying down are you kidding me no, <laughs> no. i mean that was kind of a christina move though incorrect. but like i get it <laughs> i don't care incorrect if i was rude I though i'd be like kardashian girl like you are trash and banji you're more fun on the show oh my God. <laughs> Like, I don't care. Like, this show is rigged anyway, so just eliminate the less, like... Ooh, shots fired! You know what I mean? Shots Girl, fired. this is rigor mortis. <laughs> we but, don't have sponsors yet. I don't know. I just... I'm oh, so God. sad about this. Like, you yeah. have no idea. Like, I need to. I thought... I mean, like calorie was she was just like trying to twerk but it looked like she was just having like a seizure i was like i think yeah that was not a medical like that was not a twerk that was you can't Mm -mm. hey hey girls guess what you can't twerk with padding it doesn't work also when (laughs) she was like twerking with her ass out like that i thought like her tuck was gonna unpop like i would have barfed everywhere (laughs) (laughs) like because i don't know i just kept like imagining like something popping out i was like what the hell (laughs) i just kept imagining like that the sound of like mayo mixing as she was working it's like (laughs) (laughs) so he was worried i'm just I kept thinking, like, surely Vanjie is going to turn this around, and it just never happened. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just seeing, like, a Kardashian, like, swinging at me. I'm sorry. It's like, whoa, surprise. Goodness gracious. Oh my ah, god! And then she threw money on it. Then she made it rain. And she d- pulled the ultimate Kardashian, oh, where you just it. like <laughs> totally have your own gimmick, where like you have no talent, but yeah, I'm gonna have this gimmick that I stole from someone else. No, and yeah. that's how I win. Uh, I mean, she did yeah. what she had to do. I just hate that, was that disappointing. she was smarter than Vanjie in that moment. Oh, there's no energy. I know. I was hoping she would stay. 
Somebody with that I big was like, of yeah, a personality. Calories gone. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But I was reading on Reddit, Ugh. and I guess like Vanjie is kind of a newer queen. She's only been doing drag for like a couple years. Mm. Oh, really? Um, oh, wow. So I'm holding out hope that Vanjie will get another shot at some point because I feel like she's a fan. All Stars Four. Like people All on Stars Reddit four. are like pissed. Like right five. now. Oh, really? That Which, she's gone? I mean, that's nothing new. Reddit people are always pissed. But. Yeah. They say, <laughs> that's pretty stay far angry. for the course. <laughs> I know who you are. You stay angry. But, I don't know. Vanjie, just like her, like, her whole, like, um, confessionals were just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Kardashians, <laughs> just like, especially on Untucked, I just wanted to, like, slap her. Like, <laughs> I swear, that she better turn it no. out next week or she's on my shit list. Permanently. Yes. Calorie ends up winning. Vanessa goes home. All right, you guys. So, so we're gonna go ahead and just wrap this up. Um, we're gonna answer a couple questions real quick. Yeah, what a fun then... episode. Let's hear from you guys. Whew. Um, so we got another new comment from the great Jaden, who says favorite and least favorite based on episode one. Favorite and least favorite. I'm going to go um, just overall episode. I have to go with Miss Cracker is my favorite, um, followed by close, closely by Monet. My least favorite? Oh, I don't know. This is really just tough. say, girl, we're thinking it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Carbdashian. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I can deal. I can deal without that. Um, I'm going to say the same personally. <laughs> Second. <laughs> oh, so you you like the same favorite and same least favorite? Uh, well, I, I'm same same least favorite. Same My least favorite, favorite would probably be like Mayhem or yeah. uh, Mayhem or like. I mean, I love Dusty Ray, but based on episode one alone, she didn't perform the best. So I, I'll go with like Mayhem or Monet. Okay. Yeah. They're all, gosh, there's so many strong queens this season. I'm going to say my least there favorite <laughs> is obviously the Kardashian girl because she's terrible. Girl, bye. Um, Horrible. And then I'm going <laughs> to do two people because oh. as my favorite. So my and it's his birthday, I guess. So. Yeah. So Monique, yes, girl, is my. I I really like her because she's got a personality, mm-hmm. and I feel like her drag is pretty good. And then also mm-hmm. um, Vanji because bye, girl, and I love you, Vanji. <laughs> girl, honorary mention. <laughs> I know you're gone too soon, gone but too soon. we still love you. Yeah. I've got like a Bone Thugs video playing in my head. If they can her. bring back Cuckoo, they can bring back Banji. Like seriously. Oh, by the way, like I just there's this really funny Instagram video of. Um, like this crazy like it's like a doll like attacking this girl and they dubbed it in with the voice of uh uh <laughs> of saying like oh you want to see my cuckoo and it's like this doll like chasing this girl oh, no it's really funny <laughs> no <laughs> sounds... my literal nightmare <laughs> sounds... you know how I feel about her actually I think it was on reddit that I saw it that or something. sounds terrifying <laughs> Terrifying. 
<laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, what an episode. Yeah. Lots yes, of excitement. Um, just sort of like this might actually, this might question might make you guys happy. So we have another question from Gay Toast who said, I'm so happy you guys are covering season 10. Girl, what else would we be doing? <laughs> I know. <Hello>. But <laughs> um, I feel like it's going to be really good. How did you feel about the first elimination? We hated it. It was not who I would have expected. Do you think she will be brought back? I definitely think that down the road, um, um, she could come back. I mean, like Stoney said a, a little while ago, I think she's a fan favorite for sure. Like, talk about making an impact in just one yeah. one episode, and then she goes home. We're all heartbroken. You want to see more of her? Yeah. Gone too. I soon. hope she does. But, um, yeah. you know, if she does come back, I hope she turns it out because that's what it's going to take yes, for us girl. to see more of her. I think there's a lot of fan support. Yep. And, like, granted, we're in the first episode, but, like, I mean, I think, like, there's a lot, of, there is a chance for uh, she could come back in this season, like, because based on the twist. Mm-hmm. But then also, that's too, true. like, <laughs> if we didn't really get, like, an yeah. intro to If that. the fan support continues, like, mm-hmm. I could definitely see Rue bringing her back. Like I said, if they bring Cuckoo back, like, why not bring Vanjie um, <laughs> back, right? Vanjie. Yeah, I want to look up that video yeah. as soon as we're done recording. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so that's our episode, you guys. I know it's a r- another long one, but Sorry. we kind of were Thanks cramming a lot into one. <laughs> Thanks for coming, girl. <laughs> um, so so you guys might be wondering to yourselves, hey, what do they think about the Untucked episode? Well, girl, we're not done. This season, we are going to be doing two episodes per week. We are going to be doing our normal episode that we would do. Hopefully, it won't be two hours every time. And then <laughs> we will be doing another mini episode, hopefully very mini, because I edit these and it an effort <laughs> it'll 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 we'll be a mini episode yeah untucked recaps so we'll probably go back to trying to keep like the episodes around the hour mark and then these untucked segments will be you know maybe five to ten minutes just a little bite to give you a little something extra during the week just something more to keep the discussion yeah, going my goal is to do we'll get you know we'll get you your episode like normal by monday uh, and then these little mini episodes we'll put out like on Wednesday. Yeah, sometime before the new episode. <laughs> yeah. So so definitely make sure you're subscribing to us on Stitcher, uh, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Twitter, Insta. Yeah. We're stepping up our game this season, you guys. So just make sure you're following us on as many platforms as you can because... You don't want to miss anything. Yes, behind the scenes clips, some um, little video snippets, little um, cute little ads we're doing. We're having fun with this, so uh, thanks for being a part of it. Definitely tell any RuPaul's Drag Race fan- fans and friends. Everyone's welcome. Yes, girl. Um, thank you guys for coming. I'm Seth. I'm Jamal. And I'm Stony. And thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye.